Hello, and welcome back to the Rat's Nest Podcast. Today, we are going to be creating a polyrhythmic or polymetric patch. This was voted on by my patrons over at patreon.com slash infinity. If you'd like to vote in the polls and get some patch notes, it's only a dollar a month. Head on over there, check it out. It helps the show. And if you like this show, that's one way to help out. I'd also appreciate it if you, you know, you have other friends that are into modular. Maybe they don't listen to the show. They haven't heard of it. Suggest it, you know, be like, hey, listen to this. It would also help the show a ton. So what is polymeter? What is polyrhythm? Basically, polyrhythm are two rhythms happening at the same time. So two different subdivisions of the same beat. So like if we had a quarter note and we split that up into two eighth notes, that's, you know, subdividing by two. And then we had something else that subdivided that same quarter note into triplets, triplet eighth notes, then we'd have a three against two polyrhythm. However, if you have something that is in a different time signature than something else, then you have a polymeter. So if you've got a bar of four, four, and a bar of three, four, you've got a four against three polymeter. So basically those bars aren't going to line up until the four has repeated three times and the three has repeated four times, lining them back up, and that's a polymeter. They're essentially the same thing over different scales of time. A polyrhythm is usually within one bar or part of the bar, the polyrhythm happens. There's a number of evenly spaced notes that overlap another set of evenly spaced notes but of a different number. And then polymeter is kind of the idea of it stretched out over multiple bars. The bar length is what determines the polymeter, not the rhythm of the bar. You know, you can have a, a weird rhythm in one bar, have a weird rhythm in another. They're not polyrhythms necessarily. They're just different lengths. So they line up as they repeat, they line up differently until they cycle back enough times to line up again. A polyrhythm will line up every beat you are subdividing, technically. So let's hear the difference between these things. So this is the simplest polyrhythm possible. This is a three over two polyrhythm. The kick is the two and the snare is the three. 
This is a four against three, a little bit more complicated. They're a little bit easier to hear when they're slowed down a little bit. You know, you can have super weird ones. I like five against three or five against seven. Kind of really interesting. I think I could do five against three, but five against seven does not fit into one repetition of the Ornament and Crime. I'm in the peaked app of the Ornament and Crime doing these just for ease because there's a Euclidean mode in there and that's what I'm using. So right now I've got the step length to 12 because that is evenly divisible by four and three and two. But in order to do three against five, say, we need to go to 15 steps. And then five against seven, we'd need 35 steps, which is a lot of steps. And even if you have a 32 step sequencer, you're not going to be able to do that, unfortunately. That's a five against three polyrhythm. So these are just rhythms with a number of evenly spaced notes overlapping. A polymeter is when I change the step length of these rhythms to be different, which is going to really mess up this nice kind of composite rhythm that forms with polyrhythms. We're going to get like a shifting rhythm. It's going to be quite strange probably. it's interesting these two rhythms line up because I'm using a 16 step with a fill of four and I'm using a 12 step with a fill of three which actually ends up being the same kind of rhythm but if I change one of these to say two or one of or the four to three let's let's hear what happens Now you might say, that sounds familiar. It does, it sounds like the four against three polyrhythm. Because we have 12 with a fill of three and we have 16 with a fill of, I think also three. We're getting that a similar rhythm because of the phasing of the bars. So you can get similar results, but generally polymeters take longer to kind of shift. So what if we change this 12 to 13, then you, we lose that nice composite rhythm.
This is kind of a good example. This is a 10 step versus a 16 step. The 10 step has a fill of two and the 16 step has a fill of three. So you can hear how they line up and then they shift and they become out of phase, but eventually they line back up again. That's kind of the difference between a polyrhythm and a polymeter. Hopefully that was helpful. Let's patch something more interesting. You may remember the sequence from my recent beeps, boops, and beers performance patch breakdown. It's just because it's saved in the one minute crime and I don't feel like writing a new one. So we're just going to use this, but I can change the length of this as well as the length of our other kind of sequence to get some polymeter happening. So let's get the other sequence hooked up, have them lined up before we desync them. I should also mention I'm using the Cursus Aterritas for the bass voice, and I'm using the Black Wave WBCO for the faster, higher voice. So before we desync these, uh, this is actually a chain of four 16-step sequences. 
I'm gonna just take it back to one 16 step sequence for each of them. So we don't have as long of a sequence, but we can kind of hear easier how the phasing works. Cause if I do this, I'm gonna have to change the length of every single bar. Actually, I guess I could just change the length of the last bar. Let's try it with one bar first and see how it goes. So now you hear these are lining up every time they repeat. Let's uh, desync them. Let's change the length of one of the sequences. So we've got two repeating sequences. They're using the same clock. They've got the same beat. They just don't line up every time. Then we kind of get different counter rhythms and stuff. So that can be really interesting. Now we've got a kind of polymetric bass. Let's add some maybe possibly even more polymetric drums.
So I've got the Kraken for the snare and I'm using the Pissimilis Ateritas for the kick. The triggers are coming from the Numeric Repetitor, which is synced up to the main clock, which is the Pico R&D. So yeah, now we've got some drums to go along with our polymetric rhythm, our polymetric sequences, rather. I've got the Blackwave WBCO going into the Make Noise Mimeophone for some more weird tempo synced delay stuff.
also randomly triggering the hold on the Mimeophone with the random pulse out from the Pico R&D, just for some like stuttering effects. changed up our sequences a little i would just change to a different 16 step sequence within that longer sequence that i was talking about and then just change the bar i'm using for the cursus down to 12 steps instead of 16. so they line up a little bit more often because before i was on 14 and 16 but now I'm 12 and 16 which should line up more often be a little bit more musical. Let's maybe get plats in the mix as another drum element. See what happens.
So I'm using the hi-hat uh, mode on plats, and I'm triggering that with the T1 out of marbles. I'm in the orange mode in the T section, so basically this is just giving us random subdivisions of the clock that changes. I've got the bias turned to the right, and I'm taking the left output. So basically if I took the right output, I would get different multiplications of the clock, uh, but I think that would be a little too fast. Maybe use the sequential switch, though, to change between them. Let's try that. modulator to trigger a sequential switch on the other ornamented crime so it goes between the slower and the faster hi-hats
think I also forgot to mention, I'm modulating the Wave CV on the Black Blade Tool VCO with the sample and hold out from the Pico R&D. I am not modulating anything on the Cursus. Envelopes are coming from Matt's and I'm using the Quad VCA mixer for VCA. And yeah. Polymetric sequences. Cool, weird drums from Numerical Predator. I think that's usually set to a 16 grid, so that should be mostly in time with our 16 step sequence. And we've also got some generative ratcheting hi hats. So I'm going to continue to mess around for a bit, but this is basically the end of the patch. Sorry, it's a little bit maybe shorter. I've got to go to a show soon so kind of got to wrap it up right here unfortunately but i hope you enjoyed it i hope my explanation of things at the beginning kind of helped you understand this technique which is super easy to do in modular you can even kind of decouple your triggers from your notes right now i'm just kind of using the ornament and crime to trigger and sequence but if you decouple your trigger sequence and your note sequence, you can also get a lot of really interesting polymetric kind of sounding sequences because your triggers and your notes aren't always going to line up the same if they're different lengths. And that could be a really interesting way to kind of experiment. So I hope you enjoyed this patch. Please check out patreon.com slash nullifyinfinity for your patch notes. If you want to vote in the polls, if you want raw modular recordings or bonus episodes, that's where to find them. Speaking of Patreon, I'd like to give a shout out to my current patrons. Shout out to Gray Series, Patrick O'Brien, David Johnson, Joby Springsteen, Tom Davis, Synthador, Rick Post, and Tomislav Oliver. Come back next week for more patching.